Thank you so much. Blog Talk Radio. I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible has the answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. Well, the Bible is right. The Bible is right. We thank God that the Bible is right, that we have something that we can depend on. You know, I ran into a young man. I, I, didn't, I don't know him. I don't know his name. I've never seen him before. don't know anything about him. But what he was doing, he was at a restaurant, and he, he was saying out loud, I'm so tired of everybody lying to me. Everybody lies to me. Everybody tells me lies. Amen. And so when I think about the word of God, I'm so thankful that we have something. Uh, we don't, a, a lot of times the, the, uh, the, merchant, the merchandising campaigns and all the other things, they can tell you one thing and mean something else. But I'm so thankful that the Bible is right. We can look into it and it tells us the truth, even if it hurts sometimes. It tells us the truth, and I'm glad about that. Beloved, if you've been with us any amount of time, you know we're in the book of Proverbs. The Lord led us to begin to teach in the book of Proverbs. We started at Proverbs, the first chapter, the first verse. And tonight we're privileged to be, uh, we've gone all the way through, and we're now, uh, as of this date, we're in Proverbs, the 24th chapter, and we've come down to the 10th verse. We've come down to the 10th verse. And Proverbs 24:10 in the King James Bible, the Protestant edition says, If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. And then in the positive thinking Bible, it says, don't give up. And be helpless in times of trouble. Don't give up and be helpless in times of trouble. But the King James says, if, if thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. Now, the first thing I want to say tonight is, before we really get into the word, and that is, don't give up in time of trouble. Now, beloved we are in the world, but not of the world. Because we're in the world, we see all kinds of frightful things around us. People on drugs, they're, they're losing their minds. People strung out. People full of anxiety. People full of fears, worry. Amen. And when we look around, so many things around us, we can begin to worry a little bit. 
But, beloved, don't give up in time of trouble. Don't let yourself worry. Amen? Glory to God. And now that I said that, I, I heard something that was so good. I'm going to repeat it on the on the broadcast. Uh, uh, this gentleman was saying, well, you go back to where Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. And he said, and he was saying, it was so good. Now, I've heard that hundreds of times, that verse. But the way he broke it down, it was so good. He said, he said, the Lord says, don't let your heart be troubled. And, and then he said, and the Lord tells you how to make that happen. You believe in God. He said, and that's what it comes down to. Believe God's word. Believe God's word that he's there for you. Believe God's word that says that he loves you. Believe God's word that he says that he has angels that encamp around about you. Believe God's word that says he has the power to make all grace to abound toward you. Believe God's word that says he'll never leave you or forsake you. Believe God's word that he says he's with you, whithersoever you goeth. Believe God's word when he says that he holds you by your right hand. But, Pastor, I don't feel it. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't ask you if you felt it. I didn't ask you if you felt it. And the word don't say uh, feel God's word. It don't say feel God's word. It says believe God's word. Now, listen, beloved. You live in a body of flesh. You live in a body of flesh. And you, there's all kind of spiritual beings around you that want to turn you back, discourage you. You're going uphill. You're going against the world system. This, the Bible says that Satan is the, the, the small G-O-D, God of this world. And in his world, everything is upside down, backwards, crazy. And all around you, you see craziness. And, and, and insanity all around you. And you're just trying to, to, to go, through the, go through the earth, just doing normal things. And it takes, it's, sometimes it takes a battle. It takes a battle. Listen, don't you remember in, I think it's 2 Corinthians. Yeah, it's, it's, something, like, it's something like 2 Corinthians 9, where Paul is talking about, he says, the weapons of our warfare are mighty. He says, the weapons of our warfare are mighty. Amen? And, 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 and what are the weapons of our warfare? Casting down imaginations and everything. Here it is, uh, 2 Corinthians 10, 2 Corinthians 10, 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. That means, you see, in the world, they use carnal weapons. They use guns. We just, in South Carolina, they just passed an ordinance where everybody now can carry a gun. Amen. Of course, you've got to be registered, but you're allowed to carry a gun. Amen. But they have carnal weapons. But the Bible says our weapons are not carnal. They're spiritual. But, but some people might feel, well, they're spiritual. They, they, what is that? But this verse says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty 
through God. They're mighty through God. To the pulling down of strongholds. Now, what 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 do we have to do? What are our weapons? What are our spiritual weapons? Listen to listen to this. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. And doing what? And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. The Bible says that those are spiritual weapons and that they're mighty through God. And what do you do? You cast down imaginations and every thought and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge. See, you're surrounded by God. You're a child of God. You're a chosen one. You have angels around you. You have God's favor on your life. He protects you. There's a, a hedge of protection around you. And so the enemy wants at all costs, he wants to turn you back. He wants to discourage you. He wants to make you think, oh, man, I don't remember it being this hard when I was in the world. It was harder, beloved. You just didn't realize it. You were on your way to hell. You were on your way to hell. And I saw a video. A guy was talking about the Lord took him down to hell. And he said the, the, the ugly beings down there and the wickedness and the, and the deep, darkness of it and the people being tortured and the people down there were saying to him you don't want to come down into this place you don't want to come down into this place please if you can go back don't come down into this place amen so what do all them spiritual them wicked spiritual beings want they want to pull your soul down to hell if they can they want to discourage you But I'm here to tell you tonight, don't give up in time of trouble. Don't give up. They're working on you day and night because they want you to spend an eternity with them down there in that awful place, that stinking awful place where the worm dieth not and the fires aren't put out. Amen? They want you to spend eternity with them. They know where you're going because they can look at you and see the light. Didn't Jesus said, I am the light of the world? And then he said, well, I leave him. You are the light of the world. Them spiritual beings can pick up the presence of the Holy Ghost in you. They can pick up the light in you. They can pick up the anointing on you. They can pick up. And even if they couldn't pick it, but they can. But just the way you walk, just the way you act, filth ain't coming out your mouth. Faith is coming out your mouth. Decent words are coming out your mouth. You're smiling. What? Smiling. I, I, I saw a, a thing where a young lady was saying, why do, you, why do you, she was talking to somebody. She said, why do you have to be so good? Why do you have to do good? Why don't you be like us? Don't, don't be good. Can you imagine that? Why would they say, they, they, they work day and night, 24 hours a day to try to turn you back, to try to wear you out to try to make you tired, to discourage you. But, beloved, you're on your way to heaven. You're on your way to streets of glory. You're on your way to spend an eternity with God the Father. At the end of this race, you get to see God's face. Other folk don't get get that. They're not God's children. Amen? 
Glory to God. So the first thing I want to tell you is don't give up in time of trouble. Don't give up. We're going to talk about what to do in time of trouble. If I don't run out of time, we're, we're, I'm going to tell you, don't give up. But I have to exhort you now and tell you, don't give up. I, I know you look around and scratch your head and say, what in the world? Look, beloved. Look, beloved. Look, beloved. When I see our young people and they're doing something like twerping, I've never seen it. I've never really seen it. Uh, people describe it to me. And I and I and I saw one time a, a a a small clip of it, but I don't see the full thing. But when you see the young people doing the things that they're doing, and smashing and grabbing and all kind of stuff, and then they turn around, <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! I'm telling you, it's enough for you to, to to wonder, amen. But I'm telling you tonight, don't give up in time of trouble. Don't give up, beloved. You're going in the right direction. If you wasn't going in the right direction, they wouldn't bother you. If you was on your way to hell, they wouldn't bother you because they already got you. They already got you. They wouldn't bother you. Don't you know? Don't you know the people that they got? They make rich. They make rich. But this is what they don't know. This is what they don't know. In Proverbs, the first chapter, it says the prosperity, the prosperity. In Proverbs, the first chapter, the 32nd verse, for the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. Now listen to pastor. Listen hard. Because you might be sitting out there saying, look, I go to church, I do everything, I'm praying, I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything, reading the Bible, uh, spending time with the Lord, have devotions, doing everything. The, the people out in the world, they ain't doing none of this. They get the trucks, they get the cars, they get the big house, they get the money, they get the fame, they get everything. Listen to this verse. Listen to this verse. Listen to me. I'm going to quote this verse to you. Where are you, Pastor? Proverbs 132, T of fools shall destroy them. Don't you get it? Don't you get it? The enemy wants to destroy them. Who's a fool? The Bible, in the Bible, in the, uh, uh, I think it's Psalm, uh, in the, is it Psalm 14 or 24, one of them, it says, the fool is said in his heart, there is no God. So according to the Bible, who are fools? People that don't believe there's God. They ain't saved. But yet they prosper. But why are they prospering? The enemy gives them prosperity because the Bible says the prosperity of fools destroys them, takes them out. That's the way the enemy takes them out. And they're deceived. They're fooled because they think, oh, I'm prosperous. I must be doing good. Look at that. We got the big house. We got, look at them holy rollers. <laughs> they're riding their old big, big Chevy. We're riding around in Maybanks and Rolls Royces. Who want to go to church and live like that? Yeah, but what they don't understand, that's a trap. They get so tied up in their prosperity, they turn away from God. I don't need God. I'm doing just fine. I'm doing fine. And if you turn away from God, if you don't get saved, you perish. I don't care if you got $700 trillion. You perish. 
perish. You got it? Perish. That's why they get their prosperity. The prosperity of fools destroys them. The prosperity of the children of God is a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Oh, my gosh, I'm up against a commercial. I'm overtime for a commercial. Hold on. I'll be right back. I'm going to get back in the word. Hold on. I'll be right back. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. Beloved, we're in 2410, Proverbs 2410. Uh, Positive thinking Bible says, don't give up and be helpless in the times of trouble. So this tells us that there will be times of trouble. Amen. Glory to God. But because, because you're saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, glory to God. God is the strength of your life. Your strength is great. Because you depend on the Lord. The Lord is your strength. Amen? Glory to God. If you're born again, your strength is great because your strength is now in the Holy Ghost who lives inside of you. And no one and no circumstance can beat him. He is the great one. Amen? In Christ, the Bible says if you're in Christ, you're an overcomer. Glory to God. And your strength is small. And so what else is this also saying? This verse is telling you that, glory to God, if you faint, you're weak. And if you're weak, it's because you don't have the Holy Ghost. You're not in Jesus Christ. You don't have Jesus. Glory to God. It's telling you you need Jesus. If you faint, you need Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. This verse is telling you, glory to God, that, glory to God, you will not faint, glory to God, if you got Jesus Christ. Amen. Glory to God. I, I want to I want to read what the what the believers Bible commentary says. It says one test of a person's worth is how he behaves under pressure. If he gives up when the going is rough, he doesn't have what it takes. Amen. If he faints in the day of adversity, he doesn't have what it takes. Glory to God. Well, how can you have what it takes? How can you have what it takes? But I would say, first of all, get saved. Amen. And then when you get weak, God will come in. God will come in and prop you up and keep you strong. Amen. But how can you have what it takes? You do that by putting 100% of yourself into the hands of the Lord. Amen. When times of trouble come, you put yourself 100%. In the hands of the Lord. You fix your heart that that no matter what comes, 
God will somehow help you to get to help you to get through it. And even if you're facing death, you tell yourself that your times are in God's hands. You see, you can be fearless, amen? You say, but I, I, I don't feel fearless. Well, when you was in the world before you got saved, you did feel fearless, and you needed to feel fearless because you didn't have nobody backing you up. But once you get saved and you get into this book, you discover that God is with you, amen? And so you, so now you turn from a little lamb into a lion. Well, how did you get transformed into a lion? By the transformation of your mind, by what you think. You say, my life is in God's hands. The Bible says my times are in his hands. No matter what happens, I'm in his hands. So you just keep going. And you say, whatever comes, whatever comes. If I die, I die. Amen. But glory to God, I'm going to just keep going. Amen. And when you just keep going in the face of terrible adversity, in the face of terrible trouble, just when you think it's all over, God will throw you a life raft. Something will come out of the blue. That uh, That's just an expression, out of the blue. It seems like something will come out of the blue. Just when you think it's all over. It's all over. God will throw you a life raft. In my lifetime, I've seen this so many times, hundreds and hundreds of times. In my lifetime, I have run into so many people facing critical deadlines. Pastor, the eviction is Friday. I'm being evicted Friday. Huh? I lost my one and only job. My child just got arrested for murder. They got him down at the jail out, Pastor. Pastor, Mama just had a stroke. What am I do? I just had a stroke. Pastor, Pastor, can you do anything? I have to have rent money by 5 p.m. tomorrow. They, uh, they'll throw out all my stuff by 5 p.m. tomorrow. And in every single case, because I sat back and I noticed, I said, I tried this several, several times. I said, I'm going to sit back, and I'm just going to see. I'm just going to see what God is going to do. I noticed that in every single situation, God did something. Somehow, some way, that person was brought through that situation. Something happened. Something, a uh, truck came, helped with the furniture. Somebody came by, dropped $100. Another person came, dropped $20. Well, someone went, get, get, they said, okay, well, something, something happened. You can have the apartment until next month. We'll let it go, and you can come and let it go until such and such a time. You don't have to faint in the day of trouble. If you tell God all about it, just hold on. Just hold on. That's all you really got to do. Just keep putting one step in front of the other step. When we was in the Marine Corps, you go on a you go on a twenty mile run. They say we're going on a little twenty mile run. You be bone tired, bone tired, bone tired. See, because you're in full combat gear. You running, amen. How you make that? How you make that? 
You just kept put you just keep putting one foot in front of the other. One foot in front of the other. And it's the same thing out here. Just keep putting if you're feeling weary today, just keep going. Don't stop. Keep going. Tell God all about it and just hold on and something will come through for you. I've seen it a hundred percent of the time. I've seen it a hundred percent of the time. That person may have been out of money. Now they they may not have got uh, 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 gone the Long John Steakhouse and had a full uh, porterhouse steak. They might have found a can of beans and opened up that can of beans and ate. In fact, that's exactly what happened to me one time. I was in full fledged war over in Vietnam. I was in war. We hadn't eaten in days, 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 and I was hungry. We were combat Marines. We weren't in the back where they had everything, showers, food, everything, clean clothes, everything. We were out in the jungle. We had nothing. And sometimes the helicopters couldn't get out there. Bad weather, if it's the monsoons, it's raining, they can't fly in bad weather. How you eat? And I was hungry. See, I didn't even know the Lord then. I wasn't even saved yet. I was only 22, 23 years old. I didn't get saved 10 years later. What happened? I was hungry. I was hungry. I hadn't eaten in days. And I don't know where it came from. I reached down and I found this can of, um, it was tuna. It was a little can of tuna. I snuck off by myself. I'm ashamed to say it. I should have say, shared it with the boys. I did not share it. Isn't that terrible? Pastor, you're terrible. I'm just telling you the truth, what I did. I was so hungry, I snuck off by myself. I ate that can of tuna. I was so glad to get it. Woo! God came through for me. Amen? Glory to God. If you faint in the day of trouble, your faint, your, your, the small, that means you don't have the Lord Jesus in your life. If you want to have strength, Paul said, when I am weak, then you're strong. What did he mean by that? When he got weak and called on the Lord for help, the Holy Ghost would come down upon him. Now, he had him in him, but the, but the Holy Ghost is in you for, uh, for, 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 uh, uh, for you to be born again, newness of life. But the Holy Ghost, the anointing, can also come on you for service, to perform God's service, what he wants you to do. He, he pours out his grace. What, uh, my definition of grace is power for purpose. Amen. He gives you power for purpose. You call on him and that power comes on you. And now because his power comes on you, you feel strong. Amen. And when you feel strong, you don't faint. Other people fainting all around you. They're wondering how, how are you doing it? And your little secret is you ain't doing it. If truth were told, if they only knew. And I've heard so many saints say it, and I say it myself. I don't know what I would do without the Lord. I don't know what I would do without the Lord. I couldn't take this crazy upside-down world. Amen? If you faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. But they ain't talking about you, beloved. They're telling people, you people out in the world, your strength is small. The littlest thing come along. You have anxiety attacks. You have nervous breakdowns. You have strokes. You go crazy. You want to commit suicide. You and your you go home and your whole family is fighting and arguing 
and fighting over things. You on drugs, alcohol. Your strength is small. Amen? Glory to God. That tells you, you need some strength. And the Bible says, the Lord is the strength of our life. Amen? Because of him, he makes us strong. He makes us able to go through. Our times are in his hands. Amen? And when you know that your times are in his hands, and when you tell him, Lord, I don't care what comes. I don't care if I'm out in the street. I don't care if I'm out in the street. Somehow, some way, I know you're going to help me to, 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 to get through it. I might lose everything I got. Okay, I lose everything I got. But somehow, some way, you're going to make a way for me. Amen. And I've never seen the Lord fail to, to, to have something come up. I was in a bad part of town one time in Washington, D.C. And I mean, I needed help. I needed help. Guess what? The Lord had my upstairs neighbor. He drove by in his car, and I saw I waved to him. He waved at me. What are you doing over here? I said, man, are you you going home? He said, yeah. I said, can I get a ride? He said, yeah. Get in. I got in. I was so happy. Who did that? God did that. I was in the wrong side of town about to get myself knocked off. But God saw my I didn't know I didn't know my next door neighbor was going to come by in his car. How could I know that? I didn't even know he was on that side of town. Amen. Glory to God. If you faint in the day of adversity, it's because you don't have the Lord. You can't make it out here in the flesh. You can't make it out here in your flesh because all your flesh wants you to do is to satisfy it. Sleep, eat, and poop. That's it. That's all the flesh wants to do. It don't want to go to church. It don't want to read the word. It sure don't want Jesus. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. If you're fainting, if you, whoever you out there and you find yourself, boy, I'm about to go under. I'm telling you, I just can't take this no more. I'm about to go crazy. You better get saved and then tell Jesus all about it. Tell Jesus about it. He'll do something. I don't know, but I've seen it time and time again. And I mean, I have, I have on purpose said to myself, now, this person, they got an emergency. I'm going to see what God does. And every single time without fail, something would come up. Something was done. Something. They got an extension or something. I don't know. But God did something. It didn't. might not have turned out just the way we thought it was. But something was done. And I thought to my, I said, God, you, you, you make a way. You, you make a way. People people go crazy not realizing, not realizing. All they got to do is just give it to you and believe and keep going, and, and you'll do something for them. Amen. God bless you tonight. Hope there was something in God's word that encouraged you. Don't give up, beloved. The Bible has the answers. See you next week. Bye-bye now. I know the Bible is right. It's The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. 
Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Handed So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. Oh,